Welcome to the Bottled Soccer Talk program, Bottled Soccer Talk podcast. My name is Nestor. I'm joined here by Henry, and it's two guys, two mics, two pints. Fret not, we're back. I know it's been a long break. It's been uh, three weeks exactly, but, uh, you know, through the technical hardships and the um, physical hardships, uh, you were sick for a little bit, so yeah. glad to see you're back. Uh, but we're we're here, man. Uh, we've we've skipped a huge part of the season already. Um, we've we've gone through three match weeks, so we've got a lot to discuss. But first of all, first and foremost, how you doing? Doing all right. Doing all right. You know, just enjoying the football on the weekends. You know, it's it's so much to keep up with, but something that I miss so much. And uh, you know, it sucks we haven't been able to discuss some some pretty uh, cool games that have been significant on significant matches uh, too. Yeah, some good matches. You know, um, a lot of major news in the transfer market, uh, and I mean major news. You know, w- which we'll get into. And big, yeah, man, I just can't wait to big, talk about probably it. the biggest transfer window ever. Record <sighs> numbers. You know, people say that, and I don't. I think it's up there, but at the p- point in their careers where Messi and Ronaldo are at, it doesn't. It it doesn't wow me as much, but it still hits different, you know, especially in the Messi case. But uh, there's a lot of like narrative to it. But I think the fact that it happened at this late in their career, mm-hmm. it wasn't like a big, big deal for me. But but yeah, man, it is a crazy. It's transfer jarring. Window. Yeah, it's you know, and it's weird because I didn't expect there to be this much activity due to COVID. But it seems that clubs that can spend are spending and they're doing it at a at a crazy rate right now. You don't see a lot of transfers for for the smaller clubs, by the way, but it's mostly big clubs. Yeah, um, well, the, the the big clubs typically have all the money. It's it's very concentrated. The yeah the the cash, um, but you know, there's little moves. Very f- there's very few teams that didn't make moves. Um, well, I mean, I think there's quite a few. We just didn't hear of them. Like you know, teams like West Brom. I mean, teams are gonna make moves every year. You know. Um, I think for the longest time, Newcastle was the only club that didn't make a, that didn't sign somebody new. I mean, I, I don't know about this year in particular. I know they had Joe Willock and they brought him back from his loan. Um, but I mean, I think uh, for the like I said, the median and the bottom clubs, I didn't see as many uh, transfers going on as as I would have expected. But you know, it, it made up for it with the big clubs. I mean, look at United; they had possibly their most loaded uh transfer window in recent memory um so i mean it's it's pretty crazy times right now um and we'll touch on united in a bit yeah well i mean i guess we can talk about it now yeah I mean, might it, as well we don't really have a plan now because we're just kind of catching up with everything yeah yeah i guess the biggest news since early august uh with messi going to psg is um yeah ronaldo is a uh, is a Manchester United player again. Yeah. After about 10 years of uh, rumors and speculation of him going back, he's finally back in in uh, Old Trafford. Um, I'm surprised, but it's not, like you said earlier, it's not like the most... For, for someone that, that watches football, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but you know, for someone that watches football, it's not hugely... I mean, he's a $15 million purchase, right? 
That um, kind of says everything. Ronaldo. Oh, is he? I thought it was more than that. 15 plus, I think oh, they said be add-ons, right? Yeah, and add-ons and stuff. So it'll, it'll turn out to be closer to 30. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, it's still a massive signing for the narrative because it is where he got his big break on, on the biggest platform. Not mm-hmm. not in, you know, sporting is a different story, but, um, you know, so there's that narrative. Uh, but yeah, at the point in his career where he's at, he did still prove to be, um, you know, efficient. Or maybe, I don't know if efficient would be the right word, but I, I think he was a main factor on attack. Now, you know, the only hopes is that he can translate that into the Prem. And I think a lot of people have pointed to the fact that he's going to have to really be that target man, which he showed today, by the way, in, in the game against Ireland, albeit in the final uh, five minutes of the game. But uh, I think he, do, he does give United an edge. And like you said, there is a reason why he was 15. And there's a reason why Juventus were looking to sell Um they it's been you know in the rumor mill for over a year now that you know the board and and some of the management aren't exactly enthused by him well he, he, it, they got him to get them a champions league but they didn't really equip equip him so uh they switched managers like they switched draws yeah um they they're not in a great financial position which is probably why they're one of the only teams still uh actively in the super league um, <laughs> and, and so their their front office is kind of in shambles. So that there was re- no real direction. He's not satisfied. They're not satisfied. So it's a mutual, you know, it's a mutual breakup there. I think. No, for sure, for sure. Um, you know, the the big question is how will he be used at United? I think there's only one one way he can be uh, as efficient as he was in Italy in the Prem. It would be to be a target man. Uh, you know, to be a, a guy who's going to receive balls in the box and first-time finish, things like that. And I think United do have the creative players to feed him. Now, you know, the main the main question is, you know, how the great defenses in the Prem are going to react to that. Because there's ways to stuff the box and prevent that kind of play from happening. Which Yeah, I think, I think the difficulty when you hear pundits and shit like that talk about the Prem, I think the whole... The Prem is this unforeseen and uncontrollable animal. I think that's overstated. It, yes, it is probably the toughest league, and yes, it is the highest quality. Right. Um, but it, I don't think it's so much, so much more intense that that uh, the pundits want to give it credit for. I think when when they say that, and it, it it can be a lazy analogy at times, but. I think it it's really the British way. It's the British way, and I mean the teams that end up playing like that are like West Brom, Burnley, Wolves. You know these teams are the ones that know how to make it difficult defensively. If if you play United, you know Chelsea, Arsenal teams, or maybe maybe not Arsenal these days, right. but but te- ah. teams with creative expertise, they're gonna spread the pitch out and play football. Uh, very progressively, whereas you know, like like I'm saying, Burnley and, and teams like that are not going to do that, and and the teams like Burnley are the ones that still do play that rugged, physical, fortress football that is going to be you know knocking you on your ass. Yeah, four four two, <laughs> four four two. You know, some some uh, clubs are shamelessly even going five four one, uh, as as Chelsea did in the final. But that's like that's just a tactical, um, you know, ingenuity by by Tuchel. But anyways, uh, staying on that topic, you know, that's the the English way. So I'm curious to see how Ronaldo can show his efficiency in the Prem playing against those styles, whereas before we knew him as a quickster, a great dribbler, 
uh, top finisher, free kick specialist. His free kicks aren't as efficient anymore, we must say. Well, he's focusing on that knuckleball when he's just as able to to put it in the top corner. Yeah, finesse it in. I uh, I know, and that's that's the that's my thing. I, I so want to see. So it's more of a stubbornness do. thing rather than like an ability thing. It does look nice when he actually does get a knuckle, though. It's one yeah. of the beautiful, most beautiful things in football. But you know, at this point, and there's there's stats to back it up in terms of his free kick conversion rate. It's it's very poor. And, and then you know Messi's isn't that great either, but it's it's better. And then you know there's other players like Pjanic and well, well Messi's actually got goals to show for it. Yeah. So maybe the conversion rate isn't high, but the it's it's higher than you know. But the most, the, the uh, actual amount of goals is probably the highest. Yeah. Oh, for the, his yield is crazy. Um, yeah, but, exactly. But yeah, yeah, I mean, just and then so we're talking about Ronaldo. I think as a whole, the transfer window that United had was really. Because I think the Glaciers and 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 uh, what's it called? Uh, Westwood. Wait, what's uh, I'm forgetting his. Uh, uh, well, Woodward. Ed Woodward. Woodward. I was about to say Westwood. Uh, Woodward, Woodward are against the wall, you know, and and they well, feel. Well, he's stepping down, but well, that that was the rumor though, because. So to back up a bit, yeah. the the rumor was that Ronaldo was going to City, and that was the strongest link. Right. Right. So when when the Glazers, uh, you know, saw the the protest online, they're like, no, we. We have to at least go for him because, you know, <laughs> like, there's no way that we can lose a club legend to to our, you know, crosstown rival. It was the right call, I think. You, maybe, I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Hey, Ronaldo gets 15 goals, 16 goals, you know? Yeah, and, yeah, which is uh, realistic. Yeah, that's not, it's not bad. And versus letting him go to City where he probably... Or he'll let's say get the same amount. That that's a lot. Or man. more. Yeah, or more. Um, but you know, again, we're we're focusing. I feel like on all the positive things of his game because I think he can contribute a, a good amount of goals. I have him at twenty goals all comps um, next season. That's my prediction. All comps. Yeah. So Carabao, maybe, FA Cup. Correct. So it Champions would be, League. Let's say Premier League twelve goals, which is a good amount. Four goals, maybe. Uh, that would sp- be a failure. Split. Oh well, I mean, you're saying twelve goals is is, is justifies him, right? That that price he, that was paid for him. I mean, I, I think if you're expecting him to to be in the golden boot race, uh, I I don't think that's gonna be the case. It's gonna be he'll be up there maybe like in maybe fourteen range, but I mean, you know, so was Latan. Is my point is he's not gonna be the number one. I think it's Harry Kane's league. It's uh, still Salah's in, to some extent, and um, you know, there's a few other. Uh, players in the league that I think will score at a higher rate, Lukaku, for example. But, you know, I mean, it's, it's no shot on Ronaldo, man. He's, what, 36, going on 37 soon. I mean, it, it's crazy to expect so, that. Okay, so them. 12 in the league and then 8 across all three other competitions? They're in the Champions League. They're in the Carabao and FA Cup. And you're saying 8 goals on top of that? Like, 8 goals? 12, 12 in the league and 8 in Cups, all, yeah. domestic and foreign. Uh, no, that's, that's, that's terribly low for Ronaldo, man. Talking about a guy that got forty last season, probably and, and probably more. A different, it's a different offense now. It's a different offense. And more fluid, more fluid. United's not necessarily known for being this fluid offense. And I watched the game this weekend. And I thought it was very route one football, as as it normally is with Ollie. So I don't I don't know if it's this. Uh, uh, well, Wolves were good, man. Wolves are a good team, and they so play is Southampton, really well. and and so is Southampton too. You know, and so it's it's a trend. It's not just the Wolves happen to outplay defensively. They're a good defensive team, always have been. But they, I mean, they actually attacked really well. 
they attacked yeah well i like the the gems they have right now and we can we'll get into that in the review but i think that's my only worry we can't expect ronaldo to get these astronomical numbers uh, with that offense i mean you know i think the, he'll the manchester get... united team that they have now is better than the juventus team that he played with last season oh for much sure much better for sure and and that also kind of also does tell you that uh you know a team can be over reliant on ronaldo where I don't think that's necessarily the case at uh, United currently. They're gonna have Sancho, they're gonna have Bruno, they're gonna have Pogba, they're gonna you know they're gonna have players that are all, all gonna chip in. At Juve it was maybe Geza, McKinney at times. You know it was it wasn't really that many. You know DiBala is a ghost, so it's gonna be interesting to see. You know um, I'm curious, but 20, 20 would be okay for me. You know for a 15 mil player like you're saying at that age. I can't ex- expect him to move mountains anymore. That's not who he is, you know. Um, but I mean, we'll see. I, I'm yeah, not- he hasn't shown otherwise, so I, I don't. I don't understand that. All right, man. I mean, I mean, oh my god. Yeah, that's that's what my a nice guy. strike. Lucky left. Jeko. We're watching the France uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina. Herzegovina. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, moving on from from Ronaldo, it's, it's still pretty big news. So, yeah, yeah no, it's it's, it's, gonna, it's exciting news. to see. It's exciting to see uh, Ronaldo back. I just want to see him play well. Really, I'm not like a huge Ronaldo fanboy, but I I like the guy. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I only wanted him to play well if he came to my team. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't care too much. Couldn't be arsed. Yeah. Wow, that was a defensive. Uh, that was a defensive fuck up. Was that uh Yeah Pogba? No, that's not oh that's Lamar. Man, such a nice strike though, huh? Yeah, he caught it pretty well. Oh uh, it caught a slight little deflection there. Uh, but it didn't really affect it that much. Huh. Oh no, it didn't get. But that I mean, that just goes to show like uh, the technique that still exists with certain players. Yeah, oh I mean he, I mean he's uh Jekyll's got that just that striker's instinct. Yeah, tall he know, guy he too. Knows, he knows where the goal is. He knows. There, there was rumors that he was going to come back to City, but damn, that'd be cool. You know, we need, we'll take anybody. So, how do you feel about City not getting a striker? Because <sighs> that was like their most urgent need, right? Yeah, that's what. And a left back too. I would have wanted a left back and a striker. And there was zero news about left back. Yeah, no, there was. That's the problem. Like, I feel like we didn't address the positions we needed most. But at the very same token, we also have to remember there's not a whole lot to improve on. Um, you know. We needed a striker. That's the one thing I really wanted. But when I say we didn't have much to improve on is that we, we still got to the Champions League final, won the league by a, a comfortable margin. And we did it without our striker the whole season, maybe with the exception of a handful of games. So it sucks that we couldn't improve more. But, you know, we did get Grealish. I love that signing. And I think um, really the area that we're going to see some surprises this year. Is going to be the nine. I think Ferran is going to do bits. Uh, he's been looking... Well, I've been talking about him playing the nine oh, well, we've, we've uh, been, yeah, for, for a ages. Now. For ages, yeah. And yeah, so... It's about time. So I think I think it's... Okay, so you guys struck out with Messi, Ronaldo. Kane, and Ronaldo. Yeah. So why don't you just shift, the, shift Ferran Torres, who not only has the build, but he has the nose for goal. Yeah, he makes great runs, you know. He makes he's, great runs. He's got really good finishing. He's up there with... He play. He's a winger, but he's he finishes like a striker. Yeah, and so, and that's my problem. And he's when got I good height. Pep playing uh, Sterling at nine, and you saw Sterling play on the on the wing this time. 
and it shows that like really Ferran is much more qualified for that position. Uh, so for this season, I think we can make do. I am disappointed that we didn't get at least a Vlahovic or or somebody, man. You know, but we Lopero. didn't get. It. But I think it does reinforce the fact that we're we're probably gonna go all in for for Haaland. Whatever whatever needs to be done will be done for him. And I think that's that's really what's gonna happen. Pep still has two years, you know. I mean, including this year and the next season, so it's still realistic. And we'll see. I mean, I didn't go in. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, now they it did end up counting, I believe though. Uh, this is Griezmann, right? Yeah. But, but anyway. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, it could have been better though. Yeah, yeah. The the one thing I will say about City is. And I haven't really seen this mentioned too much, but I mean, maybe you have better insight since you're a lot more invested in it is um, the team is starting to look like you need some sprucing up. Like when when you're a dominant team, as City have been the last five years or so, uh, you know, you guys still have world class players. And there was a whole lot made, especially in the first match week that City was playing like officially the most expensive team Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 as far as like transfer value or transfers paid or whatever it is, right, right, uh, ever mm-hmm. for any European team ever, right, right. Um, so when you have a team like that, though, there's there are places where you're starting to get a little older. So, so will you? We have well, one of the youngest I, teams in the league, to be fair. Well, Gundogan, Mares, Fernandinho, uh, Fernandinho, Kevin De Bruyne. De Bruyne, Kyle Walker. Kyle Walker, okay. Um, and that's where it stops. Scott Carson, if you want to count a third keeper. I don't. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it's like, it, it, it's just those five and then the other 15 players. Those five are starters. Yeah, and that's fine. Um, so, I, what I'm, what I'm saying is, like, you, you're starting to, to, to need to get replacements for those guys. Right. Not yeah. that they're going to start, like, performing badly because, obviously, they're still world-class or top top level at, at the most minimum. Yeah. Um. So that I don't know if you guys have re- replacements ready to go for those guys yet. Um, but um, again, a window can change that. A transfer window can. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I think Jack really sh- did address some of that um, in the final third. Maybe, and th- and that's like the only way I can justify the the signing for him. Right. I mean, um, you know, I think that's that's just a trademark pe- pet move. He wants all the midfielders he can get. But, you know, you mentioned those five players. They are mm-hmm. aging. They're still performing at a high level. They haven't seemed to show signs of regression for the most part. So that, I mean, if there was, I think they would definitely feel the need to address it. And the one guy that did regress the most, Aguero, he's he's been uh, moved on. And I, I think um, a trend that you'll start to see within City is that a lot of that sprucing up is actually going to come uh, from within the uh, EDS Academy. Uh, you think so? City. I, I think they're already doing it. Tommy Doyle and... Uh, James McAtee, Phil Foden, and there's there's a, a whole uh, plethora of talent. Liam Delap, which is another rumor for for City fans, is that maybe we're not even going to go for a nine, and Liam Delap is the guy. He was supposed to go on loan to Stoke City, didn't happen because actually Pep has him in his plans. Uh, apparently for oh FA, that that FA didn't Cup. end up happening at all. No, no, it didn't end up. He ended up staying. Um, there was hmm. some kind of romanticism to it because his dad, uh, Liam Delap, I mean sorry, uh, Rory Delap played there, and he was known for like. Not only being a, a nice poacher, but also one of the best uh, set piece takers from the sideline. I mean, so like throw ins in, in particular. Oh, the long throw in. The yeah. long throw in. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the sprucing up will come from within the team. 
But for this season, I'm not too worried, you know. I How mean, many teams successfully do that long-term? Um, it's rare. Uh, but, you know, when you have the, the right kind of investment in, in nutrition and, and medics and things like that, it's possible. But you can't stop a freak show from happening. Injuries happen. Every team will go through them. Um, but, yeah, uh, you know, I, I do like our bench as well. When there's players that need to come in and fill those roles, I feel that we have sufficient for now. For sure, next window, there will be more sprucing up. I think next window is crucial. Next summer. Next summer, anyway, yeah, yeah, next summer. It's crucial if you guys want to stay top. Because, like, I don't know where you guys can get old. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. but, you know, it's like one player or two players. I think our midfield is the one area that will need sprucing up. And thankfully, we got Jack Grealish, but we probably will need a holding mid at some point. Uh, but, you know, when it comes to Rodri, Grealish, uh, you know, players of that ilk, I mean, we have some, some good options already. Um there's this cat named Claudio Gomez who plays in the EDS too. That I'm almost certain he's gonna he's gonna end up playing uh, for for City somewhere down the line. James McAtee as well, and uh, yeah, I mean, but I I totally see where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, um, and uh, another team that I guess tried to I don't know another team that that. Try to improve was a uh, Chelsea. They got Lukaku. Did we talk about that? I think we did, right? No, I don't think so. No, nah, nah. Might have happened the day after. It happened um, the last pod. Um, yeah, probably. Oh, Griezmann. Um, yeah, Lukaku's officially a Chelsea player again. Um, I, I mean, he makes that attack pretty much complete, right? Havertz or. Um, What's the other dude name? Werner. Werner. No, the other guy uh, from Morocco. Ziyech. Uh And then Pulisic. Damn, they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty stacked up yeah. front. They let go of Tommy Abraham. He went to Roma with a Mourinho. They still have Callum hudson Adoy. They have CHO. So Ruben lost his cheeks. <laughs> Is he still part of them or did he end up nah, with I think Fulham? he ended up dipping, yeah. No, nah, but, you know, the, yeah, like you said, they do have a nice... Uh, they have pretty good, pretty good options for the attack. Yeah, and uh, they try to get uh, uh, Kunde. Mm-hmm. Kunde's price was eighty mil from Sevilla. His transfer transfer clause. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it's it's pretty hefty, but I mean, it's, it's, it's what it's what players are center backs are going for. It's what Harry Maguire went for, damn near. Um, you know, uh, Ruben Diaz as well and almost up there so it's within the hopes that he's that good you know do you think he is i think he's he's one of the best young center backs in the world for sure tidy yeah tidy I, I, I don't know if i'd want him at my team but really I, uh yeah no but I, i'm sure there's there's teams that would fancy him I, uh but he doesn't he's a very single-minded player going forward i don't think he has the patience to be in part of a the style that's that is played at city but I think he would be great on, on other teams for sure. Uh, oh. I would much rather a player like Pau Torres who's more refined, a better passer, ball retention, things like that. But in terms of just a hard-nosed pressing defender that can also go forward well and be a, a menace on set pieces, yeah, Gunde's a great guy. Now is he is he kind of boneheaded at times, rash, you know, as we will see later today. Um, he, yeah, he can tend to be that as well. And I, I've seen players like that play for City. They do okay. Otamendi comes to mind. Kunda's Although, better than Pau Torres today. Um, 
At certain things, yeah, definitely. Uh, in general, he, I, I wouldn't say he's a better he's a better passer. I wouldn't say he's a better uh, dribbler. Kuna is one of the best uh, dribbling center backs. He in the a world. progressive dribbling, sure, but I mean like maintaining the ball. He does probably. I don't have the stats in front of me, but he probably has turned over the ball much more than Pau Torres. That's what Pau Torres is known for: ball retention, uh, picking passes. I don't. I, I've never seen Kunde have that kind of bag. Uh, but you know, I think it's like I said, it's for what you're looking for in a center back. You know, not every center back is meant to play for certain teams. You know, uh, there's a reason why Koulibaly never came to City. It's just ah, that guy fell off, didn't he? Yeah, um, we never heard from I, that guy. Again. I think he's top though. But yeah, I'll take Pau Torres by a slight margin. They're both well. Yeah, I would prefer Pau Torres at at Madrid. In in and I feel like uh, Kunde would benefit them more. But, I mean, either or would be a great option. But, you know, those well, two guys we mentioned. What, what Madrid has. Uh, yeah, but I, considering what Sergio Ramos was, I think he's more similar to Kunde than he is to Pau Torres. In terms mm. of the just the kind of player they are, you know. Um, from, from a lot of perspectives, for, from the form of being very aggressive, rash, but also being a great attacking option. Yeah, just those two things. A, a good set-piece taker. There's there's a few. I mean, there's there's pretty there's a lot more similarities than I think people are are taking a look at. But uh, I I feel like Ramos was a complete package. Oh, I know. I, Long in, balls. in your eyes, he's the best defender ever, and I I can respect. Well, that. I, he's he's up there for sure. Yeah. And anyone that argues that, I don't know if if they know I, football. I don't know if if they've been watching. I think I've seen enough of him. I mean, he's to so not say that he's one of the best of all time. I, I say he's in the conversation, but yeah. he, he's not my best of all time, but he, I would oh, see no, why some people, I, someone would throw him I couldn't him up there. Confidently, confidently say that, but he's, uh, he's up there. Yeah, he's up there for sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they didn't get Kunde. Who else did they sign? I know they signed somebody else. Saul. Oh, that happened, that happened right at the deadline, right? Yeah. Deadline was yesterday, uh, August 31st, I think 4 o'clock Pacific time. Yeah. Three or four o'clock Pacific time, depending on what country you're at. And yeah, it happened right at the at the uh, at the stroke of midnight. Uh, Saul ends up a Chelsea player, and that opens up the door for Griezmann to end up as an Atletico player once again. So before we get into that, um, I know there was a question from from one of our listeners. Was it Kevin? Oh, uh, I don't know what the question is. Something about uh. Who? How does Chelsea handle their midfield or something? Oh yeah, yeah. Like who would they start in that midfield three? Although realistically, that's a midfield five. But, but yeah, yeah. So Saul becomes I don't know surplus. Don't know if Chelsea needed. I think Chelsea just felt the need to spend more money. Um, I don't know if they need Saul. They didn't really need too much, man. But you know, I think when when you have that luxury, you know, you can spend. They have extra prize money from the Champions League. Um, so, you know, they they didn't really lose a midfielder, which was surprising for them to, you know, go in that direction. But they did uh, loan out one of their top prospects, uh, Billy Gilmore, who who's Scottish. He's at Norwich now. I feel like he's been a top prospect for like five years now. <laughs> nah, he's young, though. He's he's another Theo Walcott, isn't he? We, we, would, we wouldn't be saying that about Camavinga, but we'll say it about Billy Gilmore, right? I mean... Well, Camavinga's got a... He's, he's got starts. He's got experience, doesn't he? He doesn't know what Champions League feels like. But he will this season. 
this we'll season get into that in a bit. But you know, they, uh, they play different different leagues, different level of team. You know, I think Billy Gilmore can start on Rens. I think I think he's top. By the way, I think he's top. I think he's kind of like Mason Mount. And in fact, I think he's almost better. But how old is he? He's undersized. Uh, well, I don't have his age. I want to say he's eighteen. Okay, so you're about the same age. Let me see. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I'm I'm searching it up right now. I've heard about Billy Gilmore for a good while now. He's because he he got introduced to the team very young. Oh, sorry, man. He's older than that. He's uh, actually nineteen. Oh, uh, I thought you were about to say like twenty three or something. Nah, nah. Nineteen? No, that's 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 fine. But still, I mean, uh, he's still a wee lad. He still is, yeah. But I, I he think just discovered w- his loaning dick. him out. You know that brings in uh, a, sp- a room for Saul, and I think not a bad option. I don't know what they're paying him, what his wage will be, but I don't think he's going to have a significant impact on the team, truthfully. But I think he's a skilled player, and that's a great sub to have. Saul know? better than Kovacic? Oh, I for- even forgot about Kovacic. I think uh, Kovacic is better. For for different reasons, for for what he can do for the Chelsea now, defensively mm-hmm. especially, more valuable to me. But Saul Niguez, in terms of technicality, dribbling and passing, I mean, box to box, he's like a he's like a uh, Arturo Vidal, and but doesn't have the same legs as little, he used to. A little more, a little more refined than Vidal. More refined, but not as much of a dog, in my opinion. Right, right, exactly. He doesn't have the legs either, in my opinion. Yeah, I feel like we're talking about a Saul that's like thirty-two or something, but he's only like twenty-eight. Yeah, yeah. He's he's not old, but he's been run to the ground. And I'm going to be honest, I feel like like Atletico I don't want to say did him dirty cuz that's that's a little too hyperbolic, but yeah. Like they were a little unceremonious in the way they let him go or They they tend to do that, I feel. Yeah, low key, right? Yeah. Like they won't let you go until they know that they've gotten everything out of you. Yeah. Kind of like Bayern. Yeah. Um, so I'd be, from a buying club, I'd be very weary of buying a player that they've had for so long and then finally they're willing to let him. They're almost shoving him out the door. Mm-hmm. He was rumored to every club, uh, Liverpool, Manchester United, um, and maybe even PSG at one point, and Chelsea. So he was kind of, oh, Barcelona as well. So he was kind of kind of being uh, you know, tossed around for a bit. So, but he was instrumental for I think their Europa League win, even maybe even their previous league title. Mm-hmm. So he's been there for a good while for them, and uh, for them to just kind of shove him away, it's kind of fucked up. Yeah, it is. But you know, I've always found that Atleti don't really make legends or keep legends. They always end up getting sold rather early. I think they're they're getting to that point though, where they're they're a team where they can do that now. Yeah, they I. Especially with this kind of, uh, I don't know, new era for the for La Liga. Maybe, yeah. I think one day we're gonna look back at this and say, okay, we're we're in La Liga pre pre Messi and post Messi. Post Messi, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not pre Messi, but like pre Ramos and post Ramos for for the Madrid fans. Sure. But the the league is is, is shifting. Barcelona still look pretty good. Real Madrid are still up there. Atletico, you know, yeah. they're 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 really making their name like solidified as a top club. Um, and uh, the next guy up for for Atletico, I think, is going to be Coque. Es so, Coqueto. So if you're ever getting a surprisingly cheap offer accepted for Coque in the near future, just know that he's damaged goods. Oh yeah. 
Um, oh, and another thing about Chelsea, because I know we kind of scrambled around a little bit. Another thing about Chelsea, how do you feel about Jorginho getting UEFA Best Player of the Year? Um, I'm, I'm no more mad than I was when Modric got his Ballon d'Or. I think it's it's a common denominator. Won the, won the Euros, won the Champions, had a good second half of the season for, for in the Premier League. I, I think it's warranted. I'm not a fan of it, but it's warranted, you know? I mean, just because the common denominator common denominators clause. Now, in terms of you're telling me that's the best, best midfielder in Europe at the moment? No, man. There's better. I think Bruno's better. I think De Bruyne's better. I think uh, one could well, argue... Who played better? Again, uh, I'll take Bruno and De Bruyne. Uh, not only statistically, but I think they, they, they're just better players. It's not about... Uh, for me, it's not really about who played better for these awards. It's about who won the awards, the trophies. That's the mo- uh, most important. And the, the, and the fact that you played the minutes... Because, let's face it, man, Jorginho scored maybe a few goals. And I know not everything's goals, right? But I'm saying he scored penalties and played a few nice passes. Did his role, as any other of his teammates did as well. But he's a midfielder. You know, he got that benefit. I think Kante is even as much of a worthy contender as he is, by the way. So, I I mean, I don't have a problem with it because I understand why it happened. But, you know, I don't think he is the best midfielder in, you know, Europe. Uh, And much less best player. (laughs) Oh, that's because that is what he got. Yeah, best yeah. player, yeah. Yeah, so, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to sound like a hater because I, I know it's pretty harsh on him early in the season, and he's got his purpose in the game. The game is, uh, I don't know. We're really focused on winning, and we're really focused on numbers and scoring and all that bullshit. <sighs> I don't know. I, I, I have a hard time accepting that he's the best player. Not only because... Not only because he's not like, I don't know. He doesn't play incredible passes. He does and very standard stuff. He does. Know? He does the right things, and he's very good at controlling tempo. He's very good at finding you in in short distance. He's very good at just doing the right thing. But he's just not. I don't think he's world class. I honestly don't Sheesh. think. I don't think he's. Like a top level midfielder, and uh, I know that's like I know that sounds harsh, Whoa. but I I just there's there's a lot of players. I think Verratti's a better player. Uh, he's up there for sure. Uh, and and with within the prem, there's a bunch of midfielders. I think that are better. Uh, he's he's just not. I, he well he doesn't pass the eye test. Statistically, he's not good. But I know I know he's a metronome, and I know those players are necessary. He, yeah. like Tony Cross. For example, Modric. Um, no, Modric is a different type of midfielder, but still, like, he's just not wowing in any way. I'm not. I I get impressed by Tony Cruz. I don't get impressed by Jorginho. I know his role is essential. I know he does it really well. I just could not put him in the top echelon of players today, or ever. I mean, if we're, if we're going that far, but yeah, I, I just don't. I hate. I hate the fact that he won it. I may have a different tone if he played for City, and he may have a different tone if he played for Real Madrid. I will say, hand, uh, shake of the hand to Chelsea fans. Um, you guys got a world-class player. <laughs> I just respectfully don't think he's the best player in Europe, but I, like I said, com- common denominator. And I think if you're a fan of the team, you might they might appreciate him more and know why that was happening. It's like if, say, if City won the Champions League, and and then they uh, and say Germany won the 
uh, the Euros, which is not even realistic. But, you know, they'd probably pick Gundogan as the common denominator and give it to him. And I would say his would be more justified off the fact of st- stats and, and the trophies. But it didn't happen. So that's just me saying, like, that's the kind of way the award was given, you know, just finding the common denominator. I, I understand why it was given. I just don't agree with the reasoning of that. Right, right. And that's the thing. That's why awards don't mean a whole lot to me now, you know, uh, in terms of, like, individual awards. Well, we've been brainwashed because of the Ballon d'Or. It's basically become a, shoot, a shootout. Yeah. We're scoring more. So now that... Well, I think that justifies it better than the common denominator thing. I like that. I'd rather it be based on stats than actual silverware. Mm. Because silverware is nice, but you can also play on a shit team and be one of the best players in the world, you know? And you won't get that chance, but it, it would have to be so undeniable that you'll win it. But like, And I feel like that's what Messi has done as well. But then again, he's also had the stats, but... It's like year in, year out, it would be undeniable. That it's like, fuck, this guy's just too good. Uh, I, I feel like Messi uh, was <laughs> was the best player. Well, he is. He yeah. is. I don't know if they get if they give it solely to European players, though, because it is the UEFA player. Oh, yeah, the UEFA is, yeah. So, but, I mean. We'll see with the Ballon d'Or, because Messi has has a huge shout for it. I, I think he, he a great year. Yeah, I mean, statistically, and, and then, you know, but that, here's the issue. Didn't, didn't win many trophies, right? But. Mm-hmm. I'll still I'll still give it to him myself. Yeah, but yeah, no, nah, it's uh, interesting uh, the Jorginho thing. Um, they did let go of Kurt Zuma. We didn't mention that, but so they did let go of a center back. Um, yeah, and they've yeah. had a, a renaissance with some of their youth products lately, and and Shaloba seems to be the next guy off the conveyor belt. Uh, has had an impressive start at center back. Scored a worldie of a he goal. He scored a worldie, and uh, what else? What else do we have to attribute him to? Um, Jesus Christ! Oh fucking! Hell. That's the only reason why we know his name. Well, I mean, the the kid's I'm young. By that, you know, his mom passed away at a young age, and oh, he's got a good story too. He's got Fuck a good can now. Yeah, and you know, I, I'm happy for the lad. You know, it's like a Phil Foden story. Um, because I'm from the fact that he came up in the uh, academy, and I'm supposed to care about stories. Uh, Fucking shit, man! Let's play some football. Hey, man! If we cared about stories, we wouldn't care about football. They're, we they're we un- would just be out there, just with our bleeding hearts. So All I'm gonna say to, is, uh, they're undefeated, and he's been in the lineup every time. So for a young bloke, <laughs> I have to, uh, you know, give him a a shout. It's still early. You know, there's certain players at the moment, like Mikel Antonio, for example, is having a great start. I'm not going to say he's going to continue that. We don't know. But it's a nice uh, sign for these guys. And, yeah, I think that's pretty much everything on Chelsea from what I remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're going to spend a ton of money probably in the winter and then in the in the summer next season. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's that's just their M.O. now. Yeah, they're a, state, they're a Russian state-sponsored club. Yeah. Blood money. KGB money. Yeah. Um. So... Uh, what else? What else is there? Any other significant transfers um, that we forgot about? Man, there's some cool under-the-radar ones, but nothing significant. I don't think we got a chance to talk about Cucurella to Brighton. That's one of my favorite ones. Um, yeah, I was hoping he would uh, mix it up with uh, with uh, JJ Macias uh, uh, in, in La Liga, but yeah, your head topic probably couldn't say no to the money being offered. Ah. Uh, which, well, to be fair, was wasn't too high of an amount. Yeah, 
And but maybe for a club like Hitafe is, so I guess I can't speak too much for on For sure. That. And, you know, they have a lot of other uh, top players at the club. No, not as good as Cucurella, but, I mean, there's guys that are just waiting for that position. Um, so it's going to be a nice competition over in Spain. But, um, you know, I'm trying to think if, if we missed any other. Obviously, we did. Did we talk about Varane officially going to United? We didn't. No, we haven't spoken about United. I think we skipped other that. Other than Ronaldo. Yeah, because we said we, we, we talked about Sancho briefly as well. Well, we, we talked about that when that was official like yeah. two months ago. Yeah. That's old news. Yeah, that is. But yeah, Varane, you know, another solid option in the backfield. Um, you know, yeah, it's funny because uh, he hasn't started yet, but hopefully soon, right? He started on oh, that's right. on Sunday uh, against on Sunday. The Wolves. First game, yeah, first first start. Got a clean sheet. Um, luckily, because Wolves were a better team. Mm. I remember the the announcers were like, "Oh, it's you know he can't ping it back and forth like in La Liga. This is a uh, Premier League, dude. It's fucking football. The guy the guy knows how to play, right? Styles are different though. They they they, they can be, yeah." But Wolves are the least, you you like British team. Mm. Maybe nationalistically as well. Nationalistically, definitely. Tactically, they're not they're not far off though. In terms of the defense, oh, they play they play so good. I don't know. I haven't. Really I was impressed. I was really impressed by the way they played. They, they they were so fluid with the with the attack. Troy already seems to to be back to his form from the eighteen nineteen year or the whatever year it was that he was tearing it up. Yeah. Um, well, with Nuno, uh, they were a very much a defensive side, though. Yeah. They counterattacked the, the, well. The, this side was good. Uh, United couldn't get an attack going. They couldn't get. They couldn't string more than two or three passes together. Um, uh, well, and we'll we'll talk about the the this past week review in just a sec. But yeah, um, Varane, Varane officially a United player. I like how they announced him. It was before the uh, second match week, and you know he came out with, in his suit and shit, and it was cool. Yeah. You know, I'm happy for him because he's still staying at a top club and he's obviously still a top player. So, um, you know, we'll see if he does well. Yeah. Which hopefully he does. Uh, that partnership with Maguire, I mean, it, on on paper, it seems like it's going to be really good. Two tall guys, good in the air. One's good with his feet and the other one's got the pace to make up for any errors uh, from a high line or whatever. Um... United also got rid of Dan James. Uh, went for thirty mil to Leeds, high in my book, but you know, you, I think you, you you feel like it's a little more justified. He's young, yeah. He can be worth twice that in two years, three years. So I think it's an investment, and I think most players that play under Bielsa only become better. So you watch him come in as thirty, he can be forty next year, and then sixty in, in two, three years. Um, but yeah, I mean that's a player that is at Leeds' level and. Maybe can get a, his career started much better there, where you know he's it doesn't have that much competition. Did you ever? Oh, you, I don't think you did. You, I don't know if you watched Take Us Home, the Amazon documentary. Uh, no, from Leeds. I mean I've seen some episodes, but there, there was an episode where they thought they signed him, and he even took pictures with their shirt. Yeah, yeah. And uh, last minute it was like a pulled plug kind of deal thing when he was a Swansea, and now <laughs> they finally got their man two, three years later. Yeah. Funny how shit works. It is, it is. You know, he's he's a very uh, skill. Not no, I want to uh, slightly skillful, but very um, very able quick, player. Very yeah, he's fast. quick, and he's, he's and he's very willing too. Yeah, and he's um yeah he he has a, a good engine, so I think he's gonna be excellent for them. I, I think he's gonna be great for a murder ball. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
another club that was actually new to the league, but Norwich uh, got Josh Sargent. And I don't, we weren't able to touch on this earlier since we've been off the pod for a while, but, you know, solid start for him so far. Uh, you know, four goal, uh, four goal contributions in five games, all off the bench, uh, except for one. I think he started, but, um, you know, he's had a nice start. In the league? No, no. I mean, the the, oh, the league is even five. Yeah, five games in. You know, no, in, I mean, like including a, preseason including and, and the FA Cup or the Carabao. Yeah, preseason and Carabao. You know, official matches. He has. Uh, that's been his tally. But I think um, you know it's, it's nice to see more players from Concacaf get a go in the uh, the Premier League. I think it's nice to see because it reminds me when I started supporting uh, the U.S. back in the day, and you had Donovan and Howard and Clint. And, uh, you know, Tim Ream and all, all these other players, uh, you know, Jimmy Conrad. Speaking of uh, CONCACAF players, uh, Santiago Munoz. Munez? Munez, From, yeah. From uh, Santos signed to Newcastle. U18s, yeah. Or U23 or something like that. Which is kind of uh, weird because of the movie Goal. <laughs> I feel like that's one of the only reasons they did it. Yeah, yeah. Because um, from what I understand, he's okay, but he, there's better prospects in Mexico. Like... Uh, um, dude from uh, El Chicote, I think his name. El Chicote. Yeah, like I think uh, that he's been he's higher higher esteem for him. Well, he's higher, a defender, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Cordoba. You know, all these players that are you know. It's just Mexico's uh, weird uh, relationship with the agents and and promoters uh, and shit. They're yeah, but I mean, no, yeah, it's it's nice to see. There's it's just a that's lot. That's the of that's talent. the challenge that you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. That's that's a leg breaker. <laughs> But thankfully, he didn't get him clean. But, you know, if safe, his foot was planted. Yeah. It was late. Yeah, it was a late one. It was, um, yeah, he got a straight red there. Yeah, that's really. not that's not outrageous to give. <laughs> that dude, he's like, he's like a little kid, like, damn. He, like, he knows what he did. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but. Like um, Devin Booker. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, man. Um, let's see, any other big transfers to the prem? I think we those are the major ones that I can think of. We're missing a bunch. I know that for a fact. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I know for a fact we're missing a whole lot. Liverpool didn't really have a, a much of an impact in the transfer window, did they? No, no, they didn't. And you you would think they would, but then you remember that you know who their owners are and their their net spend and all that. I mean, you know, it's kind of you kind of expect it. I think next year they'll make more activity uh, once they have garnered some of the profits from, you know, ticket sales and prize money if they go there. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think uh, I was a little surprised. I thought they'd at least go for one player maybe. Um, yeah, and then they came out with a statement and uh, they they try to make it seem like people were in the wrong for wanting transfers, but that team needs some refreshing. <laughs> um, I, what did they say? Is it? Oh, uh, their irrational lust for transfers. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, quite a few of your guys were injured, and you guys didn't weren't able to respond really well. Yeah. So you tell me who's being irrational? Yeah. I I did feel like they signed a defender, but I'm forgetting now. They said they signed like maybe one or two people, but nothing, nothing significant or yeah, enough for you no to remember. No blockbuster moves. Yeah. Yeah. Spurs had a decent transfer window. Spurs had probably the best transfer window. I think United take the cake for that. Think so? Or or uh, Chelsea? It's it's a tie between those yeah, two. Chelsea got two people. Yeah, but you know, Lukaku. I think that's the biggest transfer. They got the two best goal scorers uh, in the Italian league. Yeah. 
That's interesting. And nobody went for Quagliarella, Quagari- right? Well, Fucking he's no. like, uh, not that good. Oh, no. That's Italians a- don't generally leave their league anyway. Yeah, I know. But, he, I mean, I wouldn't say he's not that good. He's up there with Ronaldo. In stats. I mean, not... not Did, uh, did he have a good goal-scoring goal record? Last season, it was okay. The season before, he was tied with Ronaldo. So, I mean, I, I hold Wait, him in wasn't that, that a, wasn't that a, the other guy? Um, uh, Shiro Immobile? Yeah. He's up there last season, but the season prior to that, it was Quagliarella. Oh, okay. But, I mean, it's like... I mean, it's crazy. That's why I, uh, the goal-scoring in the Italian league, you got to take it with a grain of salt because the guy who's, who holds the record there is Gonzalo Higuain, lest we forget. Uh, oh, goal again? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but, you know, yeah, Spurs, for example, I like the, the transfer window they had. They, they signed Emerson Royal just, I believe, recently. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, uh, yeah. who's the other guy? And it's got? funny because uh, Laporta, didn't they just sign him? Uh, like a year or two ago, yeah. No, no I think they, they signed him earlier this season, like officially, like a month ago. Really? I, I could have yeah. swore I had seen him play last season. Yeah, they signed him, or he was, a, like, officially bought. I don't know, but he was signed. He's from Betis, though, yeah. That's where he was from. He, he was signed for an amount that that uh, Barcelona really only netted, like, a $5 million profit or something. Yeah. It, like, they basically made nothing from, from him, and... They said he was going to be an important part of their club, and they'll never let him go, or not anytime soon. And here they are, shortly later, selling him to Spurs out of necessity, I'm sure. Um, I think I think we're forgetting one big thing, though, man, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it makes me ashamed because uh, close to close to the pod, uh, we got big news from uh, Alexis. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Let's uh well I'll let I'll let you take a point on that one. Man, I would actually prefer to to save it for a little later cuz he did ask us a question on the bottle. Pod. Okay. So we'll we'll just leave it there so people remember and he knows cuz he's going to listen. He he's going to want to hear our answer. Sure. For, for his question. But yeah, we have some good news on him. Um quickly also I did want to I know we're we're kind of you know running low on time, but for Arsenal in in particular um they they had a, a decent transfer window, not terrible. Signed a keeper, signed a mid. Um, I think a few mids actually. Lokonga. They brought Odegaard back. They were able and they to signed keep- a great center back, or who was touted to be a great center back, Ben White, who's been kind of shite. Um, they're very they're playing very underwhelming, and Arteta's name is on the hot seat right now, especially after taking a good old bollocking from uh, City, unfortunately, due to circumstances. But still. Um, you know, I don't know, uh, man, there's a question on this later, but, you know, people want Arteta out, others want Kroenke out, you know, we'll, we'll give our verdict on that in a little bit, but, man, it's tough to see Arteta getting flacked on so hard. It. I hate everything going on with Arsenal. I love Arsenal. I like, I like them as a club, historically, and um, it just sucks to see them this way. Uh, and And I feel like the players are feeding into it rather than than the team actually being bad. You know what I mean? When things are bad, they're bad. And when they're good, if they ever get good, it's going to explode, I think. Yeah. They're not going to be a relegation. Right now, they're dead bottom of the league uh, as we speak. They're but, dead beat. But I think within... Ooh, what a move. 
Pero para qué? No, para But I think, uh, I think by the time we hit Christmas, they'll be in a comfortable position. It's tough to be better than uh, City, United, Liverpool, Chelsea, Tottenham. Uh, Tottenham, West Ham. You know, those clubs. It's tough to be better than those because those clubs are very good and they're only getting better. But Arsenal's thing's always been young players. And yeah. right now they don't really have someone experienced. That that's experienced in winning to yeah. to kind of right the ship and, and guide them in, in their way. Even our Arteta himself is I don't even think he's forty, right? No, nah, he's a young guy, yeah. Yeah, so I mean yeah, Arsenal the, the, love the, the leadership isn't there. Yeah. And maybe you can shit on him for that. But for nothing else, man. Magger. Yeah. Y para nada. Pero I, yeah. I know it looks pretty. Um yeah, that's half of Grealish's moves. Arsenal 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 actually, you know, they do love youth. Much like uh, Sigurdsson. They've always been good at finding youth. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, no, wait. No, it's no. not what I meant. No, but, uh, you know, I, I think that she is true. She said she was 12. <laughs> no, but I think there's certain players that they should hold on to that can show that leadership. Like, I like Gabriel a lot, uh, Malagesh. I think that's a guy you hold on to. Yeah. Because the experience he's yep. had. Uh, but players like that, and uh, man, there are a few signings away. Uh, Odegaard is still young on him in himself. They just gave the attempt to Emil Smith Rowe. Yeah. Saka is very young. Um, uh, Cedric who's still young. I don't really believe in him. Yes, yeah, are yeah. Yeah. So they have they have pieces. They actually just got rid of uh, Bellerin. Yeah. He went to Betis. Betis. But um, and I think he was one of their leaders too. They signed some uh, right back as well. Uh, it was the it was a oh the, it was the Asian guy from uh, Syria. I want to say he played for Torino. I should really know his name. It's like Yamaha or something like that. I think I know you're talking about because yeah. he was at the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, beyond that, I don't. Man, it's like it's tough to say, and you could see why Arsenal fans are are thinking Arsenal out because they have had uh investment this this transfer window, and they want results, and they haven't gotten it, and it's the same manager from last year. So it's like you can see why the frustration is growing. Uh, I still think he needs more time, but you know, once it's December and you're still in relegation zone, which they are currently, it's scary times for Arsenal fans, at least. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel I feel terrible because I know they're better than that. They're a much better team than that. And let's be fair; they've had a tough schedule to start the season. Yeah. Uh, maybe not the first game. Maybe Brentford. Okay, they're That's, overachieving on their own, by the way. But, but the manager, he's he's so charismatic. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, um, okay, so Brentford, okay, that was a fuck-up, 100%. But Chelsea and, and City, who are title contenders, title favorites, I mean, what, what, what do you expect? Maybe the... The City match, they lost against Chelsea 2-1. to one. Right. Hey, there's no shame in that. Okay, Chelsea's a very good team. Champions League winners, by the way. Okay, the City match, that, that's a tough one. That's a hard one to swallow. Five goals. Yeah. They played really well. They had very good indications that they, they would give a good fight. Conceded one early. Very good play. But uh, <laughs> uh, they sat back and uh, Shaka made a stupid-ass mistake 
halfway half a half hour into the match. Yeah. There's no way to play that. There's no way to win that one. Yeah, no, it's a tough one. I actually so, stayed up. That was a 4.30 game at 4.30 <laughs> a.m. I stayed up because it was my birthday the day before, and I was just up. So I watched the first 30 minutes and all that happened. 2-0 red card, and I went to sleep because I was like, oh, okay, this is food. I'll watch the highlights. I need my sleep. And yeah, unlucky for Arsenal, man. This is that's been their story. Yeah, see, so you can break, so you can look at games as results, or you can break them down as it is. Do you expect them to win those games against Chelsea and City? I don't think so. They they could win a few, but they're more more often than not they'll lose. Though, but yeah, they win a few. seven eight times out of ten, they do. They're going to lose those games. Yeah, against that those particular teams. They always play decent against Chelsea, though. I've noticed. They, they, yeah, they do. And they typically play really good against City. They'll 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 split those games throughout yeah. the season. So when you when you look at it like that, I mean, like you don't expect them to win. So yeah, you do expect them to have three points out of nine because of Brentford. <laughs> but I, you'd be fortunate to get a win or draw out of the other two. Brentford was motivated though. I have to have to say their fans were there. They, you know, the atmosphere. The players were up for it, and and you know Arsenal were just kind of stretching their legs, to, like waking up from a slumber. And these guys were all in. So that game was for Wasn't me. Wasn't it shit goals too? They were interesting goals. I, yeah. I I wouldn't say like shit, but it was actually more shit defending. It was like uh, Arsenal defenders didn't see these guys as a, as a threat. They didn't do their scouting report on Tony, and um, you know some of the other players they have. It's like. They underestimated, I think, and they got shot in the ass. But yeah, I mean, I think they'll they'll clean it up. I mean, they have to because, like I said, Arteta's on the hot seat. They did beat West Brom in the Carabao Cup, and it was a walloping. But that's West Brom, you know. That's a that's a championship team now. So Arsenal, you know, you gotta start waking up or else they're gonna put another manager there. He might win a game or two, but it's gonna be the same shit, man. There's no manager that can remedy yeah, that. that, so, that so what's going on? What you need is consistency, and a lot of these clubs, they don't understand that. They yeah. want results over consistency. And, and I want to say the backing from the trans in the transfer market, it's been okay, but it, it still could have been better, man. There's no reason why Arsenal shouldn't be spending as much as, you know, United at the very least, or at least half of that. Weren't they the highest spenders though? Uh, Arsenal? Yeah. But they, they also, you know, did lose a fair amount of players. They lost Willian. I mean, like, because of the wages yeah. that were cut. Yeah. They um, had to replace a lot of players. Yeah. They, they did spend the most, but again, I, I think it's, a, it's, a, it's a support thing. You got to you gotta ride it. You got to ride that fucking storm. It's going to suck for a year or two. I think they should have invested hard on, on one player, you know, or two max, like superstars, you know? But you know, at the same time, who wants to play for Arsenal right now? So it's yeah, it's and, tough. They, and they tried, yeah, yeah. They did have some some good targets in mind. I heard they wanted Lautaro at one point. Uh, yeah, they were connected to Lautaro, and um, I'm forgetting another one. But there, there was a few, and they got and they kept Odegaard. So that's that's a good yeah, that's a good sign there. Um, we'll yeah, see. Yeah, Real Madrid finally cut him off. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, will they do the same with Camavinga? Hope not. Uh, Showing good as signs. Um, anything else as far as the prime goes? No, no. I think in terms of transfers, I think that. I mean, obviously, like you said, we're going to skip over a few. Uh, Musa Sissoko is, is actually going to be with Watford. That's just like a random one I saw. From uh, uh, Spurs? 
Yeah, I don't know if it was a transfer or a free agent signing, but it was something like that. It was under the radar move. Okay, I didn't even know that. Yeah, um, Dumbele. <laughs> Speaking of Spurs, and Dumbele, hitting him bummer now. Uh, he he really thought. Well, Spurs were trying to offload him. Yeah, and <laughs> he he thought he would only accept uh, offers from Barcelona, Bayern Munich, and uh, Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. Son. You're not at that level. But he was at one point, right? To who? When uh, Spurs were having that title run in the first few months last season. Shit, man. Right? I mean, there's a reason they called him Endom Baller, right? I had an Arsenal fan say that within five feet of me. I was like, all right. (laughs) He was playing good. He was playing really good. And why can't he reach that level again? Because he can't be arsed. Oh. Okay, you turn up chubby to training camp. Every player does. Look at Hazard. He's still Look wearing the white. Yeah, he's still wearing the white, but I don't know. Well, he, Hazard, Hazard actually is in shape because of the Euros. Oh, yeah. And he's and been taking... That's why he hasn't been hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and, he's he's uh, limber. Yeah. And he's been taking hydroxy cut. Wow. Whoa. Nah, but man, yeah, don't man. don't take hydroxy cut, people. That fucks you up. <sighs> but I, I heard it's good to sweat, man. <laughs> Fucking no. <laughs> Nah, but uh, yeah, that's it for for Premier League. I know we're like you said, we're glancing over a few, but fuck it, fuck it. It's small time shit now. Fuck it. Um, Real Madrid happened to get Alaba, who which was tied up way early into the off season. Um, got Eduardo Camavinga from Red, who's one of the prodigies of of today. Um. It, you know, if he grew up in La Masia, we'd be singing praises, but he's not. Or La Castilla, too. But uh, How many? Cubo? Cubo came from Masia. Oh, that's right. I know, but he played for uh, the Castilla as well, right? He didn't, like, immediately go into the first team, didn't he? No, he kept getting loaned out. Uh, well, because yeah. I, I hear Madrid brag, Madrid fans brag about him. Maybe not so Maybe much today. Maybe he does play in the under-23s or something, or yeah. Castilla, but... I think every every team yeah everyone's does it. proud of their youngsters. I, I'm like that. I'm like, like that about Philly. Yeah, I don't figure the lap. I, I, I don't think the lap is that good. But uh, again, we we love our youngsters, our yeah. own youngsters. So yeah, yeah, we'll rate them higher. Um, Madrid was trying super hard to get Mbappe, uh, offering almost as much as 200. I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, didn't happen because PSG 200 for PSG. They're willing to spend 200 to win the the Champions League. They're willing to let go of 200 mil for one year of uh, Mbappe playing with PSG uh, to try and win the Champions League. Uh, if that doesn't tell you state-sponsored money, nothing does. Yeah. State-sponsored. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's fuck you money. I mean, I, I don't know if that's the exact reasoning for for it, you know. What do you mean? That the money, like that they don't care about the money. I think peop, anybody, if you throw 200 mil at anybody, it's it's going to turn eyebrows. I think they just strictly don't want to sell him. Because we didn't have that conversation about Kane. You know, we're not we're not shitting on Daniel Levy for it. But since it's a Qatari owner, we're going to say, oh, he doesn't oh, care about Oh, we're money. definitely shitting on, on Levy for, for not accepting 150. What's his excuse then? Stupidity and then I, and I think that's PSG Stub- as well. Stubbornness. I think that's P- like PSG have to realize. I already P- offered this PSG, kind of contract. Well, the thing is, is PSG in their league, they're already favorites to win it. They're, they're not in any position to to lose it. 
Yeah, every year. But Spurs aren't in that same position it, with Kane. And well, they don't have they don't have the same pockets either. So it, it would be more even more of a reason for for somebody like Spurs to take that. Yeah, line. but but Spurs want to actually win. And PSG too. And do P- too. PSG want the Champions League, and they're willing to lose out on two hundred mil to get that. That uh, that'll justify everything that they've done to to date. I don't, yeah, I I think even without Mbappe, they're still candidates to win the Champions League. They can League. for sure, but but they want to maximize the opportunity for that. I think they just want to keep Mbappe at all costs. I think that's my. Th- I mean, there's they're, a reason why they they're trying to make a point. Yeah, yeah, like well, they're, they're like I think the I same think way that Levy is, you know, I, we're like we we're gonna keep Kane because we want him, you know. Honestly, though, I feel like the reason why uh, Florentino went so hard for Mbappe was because him not resigning to PSG wasn't a foregone conclusion. Like he, he, there is a risk that he stays, even though he's turned down, I think like five offers already. <laughs> like he still feels like there's a risk. I think and if they win the champions, League, he's going to feel or he has that, that ID idea that they're going to win it. And that's his hope, you know? Yeah. He feels like, like, Oh fuck, maybe I should stay here. He's going to oh, feel like, like shit if here. he does leave. And then, you know, without him, I think it makes it a lot harder. Um, but I do have my own uh, opinions nah. about, a without. yeah, of course. I don't think it's that much of a difference, but I think he's. What do you a, mean? He for me, he's the the third best player now. I have Neymar and Messi above him. And you could disagree with that. That's fair. I but. Did, and then it's not an outrageous thing to say. I, I wouldn't. Oh, I no. can't. I cannot disagree with that. And then so like say he, he does get sold, they can get a winger for seventy mil. You can start Trincao, and I'm not saying he's as good as Mbappe. No, that's not what I'm trying yeah. to say. He, but he'll have an efficient role. Di Maria is no slouch, too. I mean, yeah, I'm, again, it, it, you're not getting, you're not replacing Mbappe with anybody else. There's very few players that can that can. Well, uh, as a winger, yeah, you're not as a winger. Yeah, as, there's as a nine, very there's, few roles yeah. that can be filled with what Mbappe offers. Having said that, um, PSG are weakened without Mbappe. That's a fact. Especially so late into the window. Who are they going to get so late into the window? And I think that's oh, why they're, PSG they're, didn't sell. If, if, if uh, they'll, they'll survive. If Real Madrid's offer of 200 mil came halfway through the window, by all means. In the grand scheme, from yeah. the team that they were last year, per se, they had Mbappe. Let's say now they don't, but they have Messi. So you swapped, um, theoretically, you swapped Mbappe for Messi. I'll take Messi any day. They're less threatening. Oh, I, I don't agree with the that. The team that was there last year? Oh, the team last year was less threatening, but with Messi this year, with I think Messi less with, with Messi instead of Mbappe last year, they're less threatening. They're basically the same team. I mean, with the exception of Ziyech. I mean, sorry, uh, Hakim and uh, um, you know. I think regardless, I'll take yeah, Messi. I'm talking about. I'll take Messi today over Mbappe. That's what I'm saying, basically. <laughs> and I mean, you can argue with that. It's a fair yeah, analogy because yeah. he is older, but um, Messi's he Messi. he doesn't uh, disappear in big games. Uh, actually, he did in the Copa America final. I don't think it's fair to judge a player by a final or like a, a string of games, especially when they've been consistent throughout their whole careers. Um, Messi's disappeared in finals, um, and other players have disappeared in finals. It happens. The defense is honed on those guys. Those guys are the danger man. So th- those teams set up to specifically ruin those guys' games. Oh wow. What a save, huh? No, oh, it was a. I think it hit post actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, it looked it looked like a save, but it's. But yeah, I, I think uh, I think uh, Mbappe's influence, uh, well, a lack of Mbappe within PSG for this season anyway, 
uh, towards their current goal of the Champions League final would would be huge for them. And I don't know if it's worth 200 mil to PSG. (laughs) Yeah. Taking all that into account, the addition of Messi is just as as big as the loss of Mbappe, if it were to happen, which it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's definitely not going to happen. So now. I mean, it's like a, I mean, they're they're going to be an overpowered team this year. Yeah, they're going to be crazy, attack, crazy yeah. good uh, on attack. Yeah, because <laughs> they didn't fix any of their weak points. I mean, Hakimi really the only. Uh, area they did improve on. Yeah. Okay. Fair. And uh, that's who's about been it. really good for oh, them. Oh, and Sergio Ramos. We have to say to some extent. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Gonna be like. I mean, well, for them, he's gonna actually be a, a massive impact because they yeah, don't have much that, depth. And that's like another signing towards their goal is Champions League, and Ramos yeah. does happen to show up in in moments like that. Yeah, that's he's a consistent that's a big game player, player, and then that's a big game player. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, their midfield to me is still lacking. Uh, their left back position is awfully weak. That's their their whole and, left flank is really uh, weak. I'll yeah, say. And, um, and their goal is Champions League, but to, I don't know if they'll get that there. I, I think one of our questions, uh, I'll be able to to expand a little bit on that. But uh, anything else that we need to cover before we get into our questions? Um, no, I, I think that wraps it up. All right, man. So, yeah, let's get our listener questions in. Yep. One moment. Let's see. Okay, let's start with the first one. This was Kevin. Uh, Chelsea has a lot of strong midfielders, but they play only three. Who should be the those three starters? And I jokingly said five midfielders earlier. It's just that a lot of times they do have their, their, their wing backs or their... Um, or sometimes even their actual wings uh, play back into the, you know, backfield. So I mean, um, who do I think they should start? I think um, Jorginho. He's a shoe in. Conte. Now you have kind of two holding mids, although Jorginho has a better tendency to advance. So I think it balances itself well. And uh, I think you got to start Havertz as your attacking mid. Um, interchangeable with Mount there, and then Havertz on the wing somewhere. But you have, you know, so. If I had to pick my three favorite, it's Kante, Jorginho, and Havertz. And I think they can coexist. What about Kovacic? Kovacic is, is, is very good, too. I had to decide between Jorginho or Kovacic. And since Kante covers a lot of ground defensively, I, I feel comfortable starting Jorginho next to him. Kovacic is, Kovacic is interchangeable. Mount is even interchangeable. Um, and obviously Saul now. And now Saul. So they have a very deep midfield. They have a good, good, nice and deep midfield. Yeah. So I think we're missing like, somebody too. I'm not like I feel like. Well, they did. They shedded uh, Billy Gilmore for the year, so he's gone. But um, I'm trying to think if there is anybody. I can't. It doesn't come to mind. I think we covered all of them. Yeah. Um. Well, but Saul was a big addition. So yeah, that, that, I don't know who you would start or who you. That, think. That's about right. Yeah. Um. And then uh, Kevin said after that, PSG to win the UCL. Is he asking or? No, he's stating. Uh, false. Whoa. Um, yeah, uh, PSG is not going to make it to the semifinal. Damn. <laughs> like that, huh? Yeah, I don't think so. That, like, like I said in the last episode, it doesn't work that way. Like, for uh, some reason, anytime, like, a crazy team like that gets together, it just doesn't work out. Yeah, but, you know, there's a first time for everything. 
I, yeah, and I might be well wrong, but I don't even think they're making it to the semis. Uh, and okay. if they do, they'll lose. I can't say true or false on it, but if I had to pick one, I'd say true. I think they're the strongest candidate to make it that far, just based on talent. Um, you know, just a good mix and a coach with a, a whole year under his belt. A guy who's been to the semis, I, I mean, sorry, been to the finals uh, of the Champions League, fin- you know, the Champions League. I think, uh, I think they're, they're much I mean, better than last year. They're much better than last year. So it's just a bit, they're the most improved team in Europe, in my opinion. Um, so I have to say they're for me they're the most likely to win, and then you know you have City, Chelsea, uh, you know possibly either Madrid or Barcelona. Maybe not Barca so much, but from what they've shown so far, Bayern are always going to be in contention. But out of all that group I just mentioned, PSG are at the top for me. Too much class hmm. from bottom to front. Manager checks out. I, I just I say this is the most likely for me. Bottom but, to front uh, and. The except their weakness is left is left back. That's and it. the midfield. Midfield is is okay. I it's like okay. Verratti. I like a uh, um, uh, Portuguese dude they signed. Oh, I'm forgetting his name. He's so good though. I do like that dude Gaye. Gay Gaye is good too. Yeah, I mean they they have a. That's a FIFA cheat code, by the way. They have Julian Draxler. <sighs> nah, but he's he's not bad though. He's good. No, he's good. He's just wasted his whole career. In Paris. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, okay with that though. Yeah, and obviously uh, Di Maria can operate on the midfield as like a left center. Um, so I mean, I yeah, don't know. I, I, I like them. I like them. I, and I, I think they have like the easiest. Paredes and Andrade. Oh, like, I'm forgetting it. Yeah, those guys are like a level below top tier. But they, they're good enough for, they're good. for that. They're, they're serviceable. But they, they do. They but do they don't have a right. better midfield than Chelsea or or City. They're but they're they're not far off. They're not far off. Though. They're a level below that. I don't. I don't think it's that clear of a gap because um, it is. They have you know clear depth. They got youth. There. They have depth, but not great depth. It's it's pretty solid. It's, it's not like scary. It's not a scary midfield. I I don't think Madrid has a better midfield than them. You know, hmm. straight off the rip. I think oh like in their primes for sure. But today I don't think they have a better midfield. Yeah, you're think. just looking at their ages. That's well, cool. Well, I mean, I mean come on. It's they're, just, they're it's older. just being realistic. They're man. older, but it's that, that's. It, but they're not better. It's like me saying that Fernandinho is going to have his best season this season. It's just, no, man. It's just not, it's, it doesn't work that way. Well, Fernandinho's <laughs> never been that level. Well, I know, but he's still a midfielder at a top club. I'm just saying, um, you know, Kevin De Bruyne has been at that level. We could talk about him, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, and you know, on. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, I mean, there's plenty. Yeah. But I'm just saying that they're not at that age yet. Cruz and, and, and Modric are, they're, they're more Cruz advanced. is the same age as those guys. And Casemiro's a bit younger. How old is Cruz? 30, 31. Yeah, he's got to be at least 31. And Modric, well, we know he's he's up there. He's uh, advanced for sure. But yeah. they're, they're rotating him a lot with Valverde too. And I still think they're great. But I'm saying like uh, for a long time. I think Valverde is better than, than those guys. I'm biased. Oh, no, of course. No, Valverde walks into PSG for me. Mm-hmm. But, you know... PSG have depth like the guys don't the guys level out like they're not maybe they're not super yeah uh, they don't and that's have what a, I mean they, they have numbers they don't have a poignant uh, figure like like a Modric or a De Bruyne or a Bruno but they have like they're they're well they spread have, they have numbers and I think that's a good uh, balance for a team mm-hmm. but man that that front three is going to handle everything so it, they're not even going to be a big factor in my opinion yeah, it, it can be a shootout for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I think, but I think like those midfields and defenses and stuff, that matters a lot. Oh, defense is solid. Defense is super solid. I'm just worried about the left back, but he's, he's you know, he's workable. But when you have Marquinhos, Sergio Ramos, 
and um, Hakimi. Hakimi. That that's okay. It's not, that's that's a Champions League caliber. That's great. No, that's great. Champions League caliber. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I yeah, don't know. I just don't think they'll they'll be able to put it all together. Ah, uh, fair enough. I have my doubts. No, I mean, you, yeah. There's there's you know, it's a prediction. And, we, we won't. And know. they're disgusting as a club. Uh, uh, sorry for my uh, PSG fan listeners. Uh, well, y'all shouldn't be offended because you just started watching football like a year ago. So, whoa, like, like just uh, just listen to Daddy, all right? Uh, but a lot of a lot of the, their fans now have been watching for maybe fifteen odd years. Oh, Messi, Messi, fans? because they're Messi fans. Oh, well, they don't know football. Ah. Uh, so don't don't be insulted, guys. But it's just re- I'm I'm talking technicalities. Like I know oh, it's going shit. over your head and shit, and you're just focusing on Messi hitting a free kick. That's cool. Messi's gonna do that for sure. He's gonna link up with Mbappe and Neymar for sure. I'm just talking about the like the X's and O's within PSG. And I know that that goes above your head. That's well, cool. They're calling in right now. They're saying cool. uh, seven. They're saying seven Ballon d'Ors. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, like I said, Messi's going to do his thing. Uh, Messi's always going to do his thing. And now he has a supporting cast in the attack to match his talent. Yeah. Um, like, like my boy Jose, when he said when Cristiano went to United, he's like, oh, he's taking the easy route. But he didn't have a word about Messi. What gives, you know? Yeah. And one could argue about Messi's easier route oh. to another league title. Yeah. In a, in a we won't talk league. about that because uh, it's, it's a foregone conclusion. Whoa. Like anybody that says, well, you never know. You know, don't don't bring that shit to me. Uh, don't 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 tell me we don't know. Hey Lawrence, I, we, we I gotta have Lawrence shit. on soon. I, I think hate, I hate that. Some. Oh well, you never know. I hate that shit. Uh, yes, we do know. They're gonna win it. Whoa, <laughs> man! But they're not gonna win Champions League. Doesn't work that way. Ah, uh, man. Well, there you heard it here first. I I'm not co-signing them. I'm not rooting for them. But I think they're a realistic option. They're a contender for sure. And I'll eat my crow. I'll eat my crow for sure. If they do win it. <laughs> All right. I just don't see it happening. Fair enough. That's that's bold. Uh, next question by, uh, let's see, Kevin again. Pig, biggest surprise is Arsenal. They're in the mud. Uh, yeah, like, I think we kind of talked about it surprise. Yeah, we, we touched on it, so you, you might have heard it already. But Yeah, realistically, my, again. My issue starts with Cranky. And then Arteta is at fault to some extent. Some terrible luck, players on on stupid wages that have nothing to do with Arteta. So, um, I think they will have a renaissance. I just hope it's this season and not next season. You know, because they are af- they are off to a bad start. They're off to a horrible start, but realistically speaking, all you can really expect from them is three points out of nine, because they're not better than Chelsea and they're not better than City. Uh, but they are better than Brentford, and and that's the the gaping hole, in my opinion. Yeah. They weren't completely dominated they by, did spank by West Chelsea. Brom, West Brom. That was probably Yeah, in the, in the Carabao. Yeah. Yeah. They, they did their work. Uh, that's a championship team. Yeah. I, I realize that, but so and is Brantford. Brantford too. So, yeah. so is Brantford. So, that, again, that, that's, the, that's a glaring hole. But if they can put it together for the next two, three games and get... What's realistic for them in the next three games? I'd have to see who their opponents okay. are. Okay. But, but l- let's say the next three games... Give us, f- I don't know, oh, like five a, points. Maybe. Five yeah. points. Yeah. And, and we won't be panicking so much. <laughs> That's still pretty That's bad. That's zero losses. Yeah. Yeah. But um, out of six, you know, that's fine. 
Yeah, but I mean, you know, just out of nine, out of nine possible, a nine would be much more ideal. Oh, but yeah. that's asking a lot. That's asking a lot for any team. Oh, a city won fifteen in a. Well, <laughs> city, well, city have five. Uh, five points. They have billions. Hey, but the no, way, you can say what you want. Be. City are off to a bad start, but hmm. when when you do refer to us, refer to us as Premier League champions, Man City. Uh, and and wave at us friendly too. Did you do that for Liverpool? Just asking, uh, asking no, for a friend. No, Bernardo. No, I was like Bernardo, bro. Asking for a friend. That's I all. was just sipping on my Modelo. Like you were right. enjoying last season, right? Oh, it was it was yeah. amazing. Well, in regards to Liverpool. Oh well, I I gave them the guard of honor. I had a <laughs> wank when when they were singing their anthem uh, when we played them. Yeah. You were you, so you were masturbating to the we you'll never walk alone. <sighs> to some extent. Uh, you know, I, I am into masochism. Uh, in any case, I'm a sadist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next, next question by uh, Ever Chelsea fan. He said, "He said United for sure qualifying for Europa." Uh, he's just hating. He's a Chelsea fan. Don't mind him. Uh, They're not even rivals. To an extent, you guys are though. Because, yeah, I mean they're contenders. Yeah, I mean so for the because you know like in the early two thousands. Sure. That, that 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 Frank Lampard, you know, yeah, it's crazy days. how uh, how uh, Chelsea have been able to sustain. Oh well, yeah, that's a yeah, comp- the investment side been there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think no, I think uh, have to respectfully disagree. They're a Champions League cl- caliber team now more than they have been in the last five years, in my opinion. So four years, or you could say. Um, no, I think if I really, but um, yeah, yeah, I think this is their best version. So I don't think they're Europa le- uh, League quality anymore. I think they made that jump despite losing so uh, tragically in, in against Villarreal. You know they would have been kings of Europa then anyway. So, so yeah, I don't know if, what you have to say about that. He's just having a cheeky dig. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I, think, I think fan, he can I think talk, Cho- yeah. um, uh, Manchester United are, can make a nice little run in the Champions League. Maybe Ooh. not a champion, but semi-final. Semi-final. And and that'll be good for for United. Oh, that's hey. They're, they're semifinal. Hey, let's be honest, man. They're they're semifinal merchants these hey, days. Hey, man. <laughs> as long as they're happy. Um, Damn! What the fuck was that? <laughs> uh, next question: Chelsea winning the Premier and the Champions. Uh, Who said that? Uh, same person ever. My cousin, Chelsea fan. Huh. Hey, they're well equipped. You know. Uh, full season with Tuchel. They won the Champions League already. Can they can they repeat? I don't think so. Word. Yeah, I don't think so. But think about the romanticism behind a Tuchel double Pochettino Pardon. Champions League final. <laughs> yeah, that that would be poetic. Um I see Chelsea as being the third best. I, I see Chelsea finishing in third this season in the league. Word. And, Undefeated so far, and they had a very fortunate run in this in the Champions League last season. I don't know if they'll get that much love Sheesh. this season, but they, uh, they're contenders for the league. But they, win. I don't think, I don't think the league is going to be that wide open as it was last season. Oh, Ronaldo doesn't dribble. Oh, he does a chop, and oh my god, he on, rolls man. over, chop, takes two players. John Stones takes takes two players off the dribble against the world beating Ireland. Sure, oh my god, well, Fucking you know, you can't keep everybody happy, man. I've just seen this Irish. If he does it against John Stones, 
Oh, well, it amounted to nothing. Oh, well, hey. You know, so. I There's mean, Irish players that could do that. Aiden McGeady. Speedy McGeady, Yeah, huh? he's nice. Five star skiller. Sunderland. Well, I mean, today. I think still Sunderland. <laughs> Fucking shit. I don't know exactly, but. Anyway, um, moving back to this. Um, then we have uh, Lawrence. He just said about time that we're, we're back with the pod. Uh, yeah. So he's just I showing know. love. I know. Yeah. Uh, next question, and this is from Alexis Herrera. So we'll go ahead and just drop some brief news, big news. Officially signed this pro contract with Leganes. Um, la segunda de la segunda. And right now he's on the he was on the U23 teams currently in the starting lineup. He's trying to break into the first team of you know that plays in in la segunda. So. You know, we're that's happy huge. for him. Yeah, that's, that's a big deal. Huge. He's already getting. You understand how good you have to be to to be there. You're like, you're there. Yeah, it's it's a different it's a different it's class huge. really, and uh, he's already received contacts from uh, various national teams, uh, more notably Guatemala and, and El Salvador. It would be magnificent for him to get some exposure with the U.S. Albeit that's a that's a tall order with the talent that's being pumped out. But we're rooting for him. We're we're happy. We're gonna need some gear for sure. Something yeah, bro, a signed jersey. Uh, yeah, something, you know, um, <laughs> something fire. And then I, I do plan on traveling there, too, just to get to know uh, the area, you know. Uh, but, yeah, congrats. And his question was, who wins? Tomorrow there's some World Cup qualifying, CONCACAF, El Salvador versus USA. My prediction, I have a 2-1 win for U.S. It's at El Cuscatlan. Yeah. Yeah, and they're not taking their full team to U.S. Pulisic is staying back home, you know. It's yeah, because it's like a restricted. Um, yeah, you know, and that was a that was an issue too for a lot of these World Cup qualifying. Uh, ever since COVID, it's been a it's been a three match uh, mm-hmm. break, right? For teams, so a lot of a lot of clubs are not letting their players uh, go, and the players that are going are going to have to be in mandatory. Uh, Quarantine. Quarantine for um, a week or so. Damn near. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I think uh, USA gives gives El Salvador the business. Yeah. I don't know. Two, three, one. Yeah. Yeah. I just know that the El Salvador will make it very hard fought. No, El Salvador is getting better. They're on, and they they're getting better. They're on home home soil. El Salvador is a North American Peru. I feel, I feel, yeah, around that. Yeah, they're 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 you know the perennial underachiever. That's yeah, because gonna put, have uh, dips. Yeah, dips you, and rips. If you put Peru in a group of like Ecuador, Bolivia, um, you know Paraguay, like that caliber, they're the, they're the the kings of that small portion. But you know, Big Brother's always going to be Brazil, Argentina, to Uruguay. Argentina, and yeah, yeah. But um, no, yeah, definitely that's a good comparison. Um, Next question from Ernie. He said, give me uh, your guys' biggest hot takes. I'll let you go first. Well, on this I already one. said one of mine. Uh, PSG's not making it to the final. Okay. And, well, that is a good one, yeah. And um, Real Madrid champs. Oh, man. That is kind of a hot take. Yeah. But I don't know. I that, see that's actually a good take. I mean, because my take, I wouldn't say it's a hot take, but I have Atletico winning the league again. But I feel like it's realistic, you know. It's not like I'm saying like Sevilla is gonna win it, and for myself. But um, my my hot take is that uh, Ferran Torres. Uh, I know you're gonna laugh, but I think he's gonna win the Golden Boot this year. <laughs> he 
He's gonna if he's gonna be our nine. I I solely believe <laughs> that he can bag a, a goal a game. Damn. Well, that's considering that's just. Uh, it's a hot take though. It, it is a he's hot a take, but, that's the, a but that's yeah, but but that's um, assuming that he'll be the nine. I think he will. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, he, he should be for sure. Oh, Jota. How does he get himself in so many good positions? This keeper is really good, by the way. Uh, uh, Gavin Bazunu, Irish, uh, you know, keeper. He's currently playing at Portsmouth, on loan from City. Um, so he's a guy to look f- towards in the future. He's a he's a very good keeper, actually. He um, he really kept Ireland in this game until the final six minutes, but we'll, we'll get into that later. Um, but yeah, uh, other hot takes. Um, I don't really have any. I I, I do think that the Ferran Torres is. That's a yeah. That, that's that is a sizzling hot, hot. That's that's white hot. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. It's it would be uh, unexpected, you know. But um, yeah, I I think oh, that's what a pass. Uh, that's Offside. something that I've I've seen enough of that I can actually re- like truly believe it. I'm not just clowning, or I'm not just picking a player for my team. Um, but yeah, um, another one of my hot takes was that Josh Sargent will finish in the top ten scoring in the Prem. Now that one's white hot, huh? I, I'm trying to think of who's top ten this past season. Like what could? Oh, like what, the the bottom of that of that usually looks like you know Che Adams, Ollie Watkins. But I'm, no, I'm trying to think of like what what the goal tally was. Oh, um, I want to say about at least uh, twelve. That's okay. But that, considering that, he got four in the Bundesliga last season. Well, yeah, totally different team. He didn't have as good as a team as well, he has. Well, he's, he seems to have the same kind of uh, um, prominence with Norwich as he did with uh, as he did with uh, Wolfsburg. Well, or, well, yeah, he he has. It's gonna take him a while to take over Timo Puki's role, but I think he's already impressed uh, their coach Fark. He even said, like, you know, we're gonna play more min- play him more minutes. You know, because he's young and he's gonna run. That's he has that American trait. But um, yeah, man, those are my hot takes. And he and then uh, Ernie followed that up by saying, "Oh yeah, Chelsea gonna lose in round the sixteen of the UCL." I see that. <whistles> I think I said that too, right? Uh, I'm not sure. I think he said semis, but uh, yeah, I said I don't think they. Well, no, that was PSG. Uh, I think they're gonna have the same amount of success. Like I said, they were fortunate to make it where they did. Someone they said Lukaku, that they dominated no. Real Madrid. I don't know who got who, where they got that from. I I wouldn't say dominate, but they were the better side. Yeah, uh, Pulisic. Sure. My my word. What what a well Pulisic had one good movement. That's oh, he had a goal. Good. He had a nice setup as well for a goal. The guy has poise the, against one of the best two games. Is one hundred ninety one hundred eighty minutes. <sighs> uh, two moments doesn't. Uh, he he's pretty good, man. He's good. He's good. He can take on players. He, you know, he's good. He, he starts for his team. Well, you know, not not a, it's really hard to say there are starters on Chelsea because so often every player gets benched. It's much like City, but um, you know, that's there, like there are there are surefire starters. Lukaku, you're not benching Lukaku. Not on the wing for them. They they alternate their wings quite heavy. Ziek, you know, they they'll throw in Callum sometimes. They'll throw in Pulisic, Werner, Havertz, uh, even Mount at times. I mean, they just twist a lot. They have depth. That they do, but like say if Pulisic is what a uh, shit pass, you know, playing at a lesser you know club, he's the guy there. Like if he's playing at West Ham, he's the guy. Yeah, but um, anyways, yeah, they they can get eliminated in the round of sixteen. I don't see it happening, but that is a hot take in itself. 
that's probably his. Um, and then last question or statement. Oh no, question. He said, uh, "Amilcar says new month, still same as Arteta out." Uh no. Oh, I'm not into that. I I really uh, I'm on the fence on on this one. Like, uh, there's no nobody saying. Oh no, there are people saying Kroenke out, but that's just not likely to happen unless uh, somebody buys them out. There so, are rumors. There are rumors, yeah, but you can't cling on to those. It's it's the hope, you know. It's the hope that kills you. Uh, but um, you know, I don't think it's so much Arteta's fault. But I kind of would want them to sack Arteta just so they can see that that was the wrong call, and they're gonna see that even despite bringing another manager, they're still gonna have that same misery. Um, and I think Arteta, you know, deserves at least the the, the whole season. But it depends on how bad it gets, of course. But yeah, that's my take on that. I think. Uh... I, I hate to sound like a, a Narteta apologist because I'm, I'm pretty unforgiving with, with most other managers. Um, but Arsenal have at times shown that there's a, there, there's a good idea there. And they have silverware to show for it with Arteta. Like, but they're calling for that. Sean Dyche and Sam, Sam Allardyce. I wouldn't get, I wouldn't go for those guys. Tim Sherwood. Uh, uh. Arsenal need to be a stylish team. Word. Our, Arsenal need to play good football. But Arsenal playing defensive, fucking hoof the ball up, uh, tough man football, that's not Arsenal. But it can be them. It, it shouldn't be. Oh. It shouldn't be that. Like a big couple shouldn't aspire to that. Um, and uh, kicking Arteta, who are you going to get? Who's realistically available? Um, I know Antonio Conte is, a job, is looking for a job. Is he going to go into that revolving door? I don't think he's going to go there. Yeah, no, it, w- it would have to be somebody. Uh, and like, someone that's willing to spend too for Conte, for example. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't see any good replacement. There's a lot of talk. Zidane? Uh, no, Zidane's not at a retirement until France vacancy. Uh, I know there's been whispers of Wenger coming back. Yeah, I have heard about that. that I don't be, know how likely that is because that was, he's enjoying yeah. his role in, at UEFA right now. Well, yeah, but also I don't think that would be the right move. He's He had his uh, you know gift to the game. He already gave it to us. It's He's going to be playing outdated football, I think. He's been away from the game for too long. Um, I love the romanticism behind it, but he had 20 years there. Maybe I think even a little more than that. 22. Yeah, that's 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 good enough, man. But it would be just a shot in the dark. I think there's better current managers. Like if, if they go for Scott Parker, he, Scott Parker would, would give up his job now to go to Arsenal. Sure. Too bad there's no transfer <laughs> fees on managers. Um, just keep Arteta. Sheesh. Keep keep them. Like I said, if if Arsenal are shit by the by Christmas time, that's when you look, pull the plug. That's when you look at other options. At this point, I think there there's been enough glimmers of hope to show that hey, maybe 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 there's something there. I and I know it's it's hard to accept when you've lost three games in a row, right? But you've only been blown out in one, and that's against the league champions with 10 men for most of the match. Yeah, got that back blown out. Hmm. Okay. 
Yeah. Circumstantial goals. Uh, Fuck out of here. You need a guy like that, man. You don't need a dude that's going to be like all soft, all timid, like Arsenal. Or like, that's the nice guy. Now you want to be with the bad guy. That's City. We pop champagne. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's all. That's it for no, our questions. Daddy. <laughs> that's it for it. That's it for uh, <laughs> all that. All that good stuff. All you right. know, uh, Christian Pulisic's group chat name? It's a uh, Daddy Chill. Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> shout out to that meme Whoever doesn't know If you don't know Just look it up on YouTube If you know You know uh, Fucking know But bro You posted that on your story The other day oh, uh, I did That I did <laughs> uh, Having said that uh, No you know I'm, You know I'm Roy Keane Up in this bitch Yeah Alright uh, So Kino. let's Let's move on to the league previews And then uh, we'll, we'll We'll proceed all right, so no league previews. I, I misspoke. It's a, it's been, um, it's an international break, so we're we're catching everybody kind of off guard here, uh, ourselves even. Uh, so we'll go through like the notable results that happened, and then, um, and then next week we'll do the league preview for for the following for match week four. Uh, so uh, today, uh, Kazakhstan played against Ukraine, uh, and wow. Yaremchuk. This is not a notable game for us, but Yaremchuk. Oh, yeah. Probably a what Puskas a of the year. fucking goal. Just a perfect volley. Dips yeah. perfectly. Puskas. Uh, far post. Um, about 25 yards out. Puskas that, man. Nothing crazy. But what a shot, man. Yeah. And um, they drew 2-2. Two to two. So, if anything, that's a negative on Ukraine. I'm yeah. sure that's kind of a rivalry of sorts to them, too. To, you know, to former an extent. Soviet Union. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy because Kazakhstan is not that good, man. They're not good at all. Yeah, so it's like, so, so I mean, that, they're good at, you know, mixed martial arts, but beyond boxing. that, some boxers, yeah. Uh, Gennady, no? Golovkin. Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, are we staying in international field for now? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah we'll, we'll get through that. Uh, um, Denmark, yeah. Daniel Vlas, the uh, Valencia man, uh, gets a goal in Jordan Mile. Against uh, Scotland, 2-0 for Denmark. 2-0 for Denmark. Uh, Portugal beats uh, Ireland, the game that we have on in the background. As Ireland, we speak. yeah. Yeah, 2-1. Two, two uh, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo by uh, with the brace. He could have had a hat hattie, but... Uh, mm, yeah. Missed a, missed a penalty there. Yeah, it's crazy. The kid uh, blocked a nice penalty. But, you know, Ronaldo got the last laugh, as he usually does, and, yeah, good for them. Uh, France draws with Bosnia, 1-1, to double hockey sticks. We hate those. See. Uh, Norway draws with Netherlands. That was a good game. Uh, I mean, from the highlights I've seen, I, I don't know about the full game. Yeah, Erling Holland. Holland. Uh, does bits with Van Dyke, spins him out like a ballerina. I properate that, you know. I'm going to have to see that because I, I, I feel like that's hyperbolic. Whoa. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, that's not a sponsor. That's a... Fuck, man. Why does that always happen? Nah. And then uh, for Netherlands, Klassen scored. So the uh, Ajax man. Um, what a player, you know. Tidy little player and uh, ends 1-1. I did want to give a special shout-out also uh, to... Um, a turkey who played today as well um and yaziki scoring again against montenegro um 
you know, I know it's not two big countries, but seeing uh, Senge's under, the Roma player, and uh, Yaziki score, that's significant. I, I consider Turkey one of the better European teams now, despite bowing out early in the Euros. But, yeah, uh, I think the, that's it for internationals. Yeah, so the next notable match is coming up. And, that, by the way, that goal was, it was okay. Um, for the uh, international matches... Uh, Coming up uh, tomorrow, we have Spain hosting Sweden. That should be a pretty good match. Tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it should be Thursday, a good one. Uh, September 2. Right, right. Yeah, it should be a good one. Uh, you know, heavily favored for Spain, I think. But the way the these games are panning out right now, it looks like a lot of teams are either depleted or just not quite caught up, caught up to game speed. We're seeing a lot of tricky results. But, uh, yeah, it should I'll be a good a, one. see a Spain 1-0 win. Yeah, I, I, I see... You know, even up to 2-0. Yeah, and then Italy hosting Bulgaria. Bulg. Bulgaria's not good. So Spain, Italy should win 3-0, 4-0. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, Belgium host, uh, visiting Estonia. Good Lord. Yeah, that should be That's a That's not a competition. 3-0. Yeah. And then oh, England uh, visiting Hungary. Uh, again, that's that's another... The only thing that Hungary has right now, as far as I know, is that they have Schlobislai. Right. And they have their keeper Who's as well. playing really fucking good for he, Leipzig. He's decent. Yeah, that's that's, he's, uh, that's he's, Forsberg's team. Let's let's not make no mistake about uh, it. I don't know. Yeah, <sighs> uh, uh, has been very spectacular. He's decent, isn't he? He's a very good player. Um, that's one that we got to watch. That's a future Madrid player, Gulashi, by the way. their keepers, is pretty notable, sure. too. And then after that, it's just not. It's like, it's yeah, pretty so cheeks. England should should get, get a good 3-1 win. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, good Lord. Mexico uh, play tomorrow. Uh, Germany hosts uh, beats uh, Liechtenstein. Liechtenstein? They should beat them, right? Yeah. Mexico plays tomorrow? Yeah. Who against Jamaica, Jamaica. Oh, that's a good match. Mikel Antonio. Oh, Mikel Antonio getting his first Jamaica call-up. Against the biggest team in... Con- uh, sorry, second biggest team in CONCACAF. No, no, no. What a... According to FIFA, they're the biggest team. What a debut. Um, I'm sorry, man. We we beat you guys across the board this summer. We got to at least... Well, you got lucky across the board. We did the proverbial dos acero. That's all I ask. Res- respect. I will say I respect Mexico a lot because we beat them at the by the slightest of margins. Extra time both times. MLS All Stars broken extra time. plays. Oh, uh, and a penalty. Don't give me that. Um, Got out, played both matches, found the win. Uh, Matthew Hoppy was was major in the Gold Cup, and Puligod was Fine. was key for us in the. Uh, Puligod did nothing in that match except score a penalty. Ah, uh, he was decent. Yeah, he didn't do anything. He was man marked. Oh well. Oh, uh, oh, when it's Mexico, he's man marked. When it's uh, when it's uh, when it's Mbappe, oh, he he disappears. Oh no, that's the worst part. He wasn't even man marked. He's just cheeks. He needs Neymar. He Jeez, needs to. De- he needs to sheesh. defer. He needs to defer to Neymar. That team isn't even that strong. <laughs> that midfield isn't even that great. Uh, Come on, son. Anyways, but yeah, that should be a good game between Mexico and Jamaica. I think you know two teams at a similar similar level. Uh, with the new players that they brought on, Bobby De Cordova Reed, um, you know, uh, Mikel Antonio, Mikel Antonio, um, a few other players as well. 
Yeah, it, it, that's going to be a good match. I wouldn't be surprised at a 1-1 one, one draw, 2-2, two, 3-2, two, 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 one. Something like so that. It, yeah, um, I can't call the winner, but I'm going to go for Mexico, 2-1. All right, yeah, I got a 1-1 one, one draw. And El Salvador, U.S., I already gave my prediction earlier, but 2-1 uh, U.S. Yeah, 3-1 U.S. Yeah. That's a tough match. No, it's a tough one. I think it's just the proximity and everything where it's located and all. Yeah, um, so uh, the next matches for the next day, I guess? Yeah, that would be Friday. We have AFCON going on. Uh, not sure if you're interested with that. Um, not, but let, let's go on. No, yeah, no, it's okay. I, I, I get it, man. Um, <laughs> let's go UEFA Saturday. Um, man, not a lot of great games Saturday, if I'm honest. Um, Ukraine-France is literally the best game. Did you skip Friday? Yeah, there, I didn't see any. Uh, were, were there games on Friday? There have to be. Oh, oh no, it's Saturday. No, no, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was about to say because I did see U twenty one Euro qualifying. That was interesting, but we don't care. Uh, I, you know, I think Ukraine France is a good matchup. That should be all, all right. And Slovakia Croatia. After that, there's a big drop off. There's n- literally nothing else that's worth uh, even mentioning. So we'll move on to Sunday. Uh, back to CONCACAF qualifying, we have Costa Rica against Mexico. Damn. Jamaica against Panama. That's a good one. USA, Canada. That's a good one as well. And we have El Salvador, Honduras. Two, two teams at a very similar level, in my opinion. I think uh, Honduras beats us in, or I say us, uh, in, in some departments. And then, um, Oh, that is your team. One of them, yeah. I, I, I identify more with the U.S. team or, or follow them more closely. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, that's that's why you identify more with Madrid than United. Uh, well, I, I don't. I, I feel like an asshole if I if I claim uh, United. <laughs> yeah. Um, same with El Salvador, too, because there's people that actually support them much more than I do. And, I, you know, I, I passively support them. But, yeah, those are going to be some good games. And then... Um, uh, let's see, the next day would be Tuesday. We have uh, UEFA again. Man, these games are cheeks, man. That's why, for me, Conmebol is the shit compared to this. Uh, France-Finland, that's a decent one, and that's about it, man. <laughs> that's not decent. Finland doesn't have a good team. <laughs> Timo, Timo Puki? I mean, that, that's it. That's And yeah. Croatia-Slovenia is decent. But, yeah, there's not much, man. <laughs> Um, then Wednesday we have uh, of next week. Well, oh well, yeah. These games will have gone on by the time we shoot the pod. So Canada, El Salvador, that's a good one. Uh, I th- I think Canada edged that. You know, probably like two one. Yeah. Costa Rica, Jamaica, Jamaica win two zero. Uh, Panama, Mexico. I think that's a two one win for uh, Mexico. Honduras, U.S. That's a two nil U.S. In my opinion. And yeah, that that'll be it for the weekly roundup. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, and then following that, we'll have uh, we'll we'll be back and we'll do a league preview and we'll talk about the shit that's going on for that. Anything else we got to get off our chest? No, it's uh, about it, man. I think uh, we did uh, discuss a fair amount of different, you know, sides of football, and uh, yeah, excited for uh, next week. Nice. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. Glad to be back and. Uh, Take care of your mentals and take care of your chickens. We'll catch you next time. 
Bye. Cheers. Bye.